hello. Hello? <laughs> no, you should leave that in. Just let me start the podcast like I'm someone's grandma. <laughs> hello? Hello, listener. And welcome to our podcast. It's called Cosplay and Cocktails. I'm Jessie, as always. And this is Paige, as always. You did it weird that time. Uh, yeah. Well, I was distracted. <laughs> um, do we have any any of that nerd news? Nerd news? Looks like we're going to Comic Palooza, though. It does look like. So we're going to be hopefully going to a con this summer. Uh, we've made some plans, yep. so uh, it's going forward. Dragon Con released a statement today saying that they're still planning on going forward with some sort of in-person event and also some part, form of virtual event. And if you've heard anything else or if you've heard anything about attendance caps or... They don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, they, they, so Dragon Con official... Right now, the only news we have is that they're planning on doing an in-person Dragon Con of some form, and they're planning on also doing a virtual Dragon Con of some form, and beyond that, we know nothing. Yep. We just got back from Disney. We're recording a few episodes while mm-hmm. I'm still in our hometown before I go back, mosey my way back down to my place. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so that's what we're... And that leads into our cocktail. It really does. Yeah. And just the whole episode, really. Mm-hmm. Really the whole episode. Uh, so we actually had two. Should we talk about them both? I guess, yeah. We tried. They're both Dole Whip based. Uh, Dole Whip is a big Disney World thing, if you're not aware. Mm-hmm. It's a soft serve. Pineapple is the traditional, but there's lots of other fruit flavors. Mm-hmm. So we went to a nearby town today, and they had mm-hmm. Pineapple Dole Whip. So, yep. So, but we had a uh, Dole Whip drink mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. had not, it wasn't just a Dole Whip. Pineapple juice, coconut Dole Whip, and blue, blue curacao flavored syrup. Right. Um, and it was. And a cake pop. And a cake pop. Super good. Um, and we were like, man, we want another one of those. Um, but so when we saw this, the uh, Dole Whip for sale at uh, a nearby town, we decided to. Go get a cooler and some ice. Well, and we knew that they had Dole Whip. <laughs> I was like, maybe there'll be pineapple on it. Was it, it worked out? Me, yeah. So we picked up some and brought it home. And our original plan was to do just a Dole Whip mimosa. We had we Dole did. Whip mimosas mm-hmm. uh, our last day at Disney. Oh yeah, that was an hour Dole Whip. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and so we're like, I was like, oh, I have champagne. We'll just make Dole Whip mimosas. And, Which we did, and they were very good. Yes, uh, we did. Um, but we also uh, decided to put some Dole Whip in a glass and then pour bamboo uh, rum over it. And that um, was maybe better than this. I like, yeah. I like them both. I don't know. Yeah. So both good options. I just like Dole Whip. Yeah. Basically, just get some Dole Whip and throw some. Yeah, if you like like a nice, it's a good drink for summer. And anything that you think would taste good with pineapple is going to taste good with this. Yeah, for sure. Yep, it was really good. Um, so yeah, that's our cocktail corner. If you can find Dole Whip, as a trick. Right. And you've tried yeah, to our, make it before, right? I have made it a couple times, and it's good. Yeah. Um, hey, Jesse. Mm-hmm. Segment time. Oh, yeah. Something's on my mind. That means question time. I'm gonna ask you a question. Okay, so... In fairness, this question... One we've kind of talked about before, but not on the podcast. Oh, okay. 
So what do you reckon was your favorite cocktail that you had the whole time we were mm. doing it? And it can be one you had or one that somebody else had that you tried. So we had um, several really, really good cocktails. I had several beers that I just was real excited about. Um, but probably my favorite cocktail was probably uh, the Outer Rim um, I'm sure we'll get into it a little bit more, but we went to uh, August Cantina, um, our second day at Galaxy's Edge, and we um, each got two drinks and shared and, and let everybody try them, and so we got to try most of the menu. I was just, it was kind of margarita-y, mm-hmm. um, had some cool fruit puree on top, um, just overall like was really good. What well, was yours? Probably my old-fashioned Morimoto Asia. They were doing... uh, May is Asian American and Pacific Islander American Heritage Month. Mm -hmm. And so at Disney Springs, which is the little, like, shopping and restaurant district uh, that's on Disney property, they were doing... um, some special drinks and foods and things uh, for that. And so we tr- I tried a couple of them, and that was one of the drinks I tried. It was like an Asian old-fashioned. Mm-hmm. Um, that was I just thought it was really yeah. good. Yeah, my drink there was really good, too. And there were like private select, Maker's Mark. Or right. I think it was Maker's Mark. Other whiskeys are available. <laughs> Well, should we just get into the episode? Yeah. Let's do it. Um, so, like Jesse said, we just got back from Disney, uh, what, three days ago? Two days ago? Yeah. Three days. Two days, yeah. Um, and we have been planning this trip for over a year and a half. Um, I think closer to two yeah. years, honestly. And uh, had a lot of stuff going for it. So, we're kind of just going to go over some highlights yeah, the, we did do some cosplay-related mm-hmm. and nerd-related things. Mm-hmm. As you guys know, I'm sure there is a Star Wars park now. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to probably mostly focus on that because yep. you know, um, we did other stuff, but I think that's the big yep. related to the podcast. And uh, something we didn't do but we're going to focus highly on is uh, Disney Bounds that we put together. Well, we did we did Disney Bound. There's just two that we did that we did more. Right, right. We uh, planned on Disney Bounding on our last day at the parks. Um, and we were going to, we used one of our uh, cosplay challenges from Out of a Hat. It happened to be... Uh, rockabilly Disney princesses mm-hmm. and we were both really excited about that and we were like wait why don't we just wear this to Magic Kingdom like how cool would that be and we both bought, brought ours um, and we said you know we'll see we'll see how we feel because it's our last day and it ended up being too hot so we're gonna yeah. get into those as well yep so like Jesse said um, we really were heavy on the Galaxy's Ed's well, uh, side of things we spent two days there. Um, I just think that's the stuff that's most yeah. relevant to the podcast. Like, we did a lot of other cool, like, traditional Disney stuff. We've both been to Disney several times. Right. We mentioned that before. So, like, we did traditional stuff as well, but, like, in, you know, 
the stuff that I think anyone listening might care about was Galaxy's Edge stuff. Like, right. stuff we thought was worth the price, stuff mm-hmm. we thought wasn't worth, yeah. you know, the hassle. Yeah, for sure. Um, so Tips, tricks, advice, anything yeah. like that. If you are... Thinking about going to Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Um, so one of my favorite things that we did at Galaxy's Edge was build our lightsabers. Yeah. We um, each built one of the custom lightsabers. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something you have to make a reservation for pretty, yeah, pretty which early. Which is pretty common for those of you who know anything about Disney vacations. Making reservations months in advance is pretty standard. So mm-hmm. we were used to that. So, you know, it was no big deal. To get those reservations in. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's one of the things I'm sure you've heard us, if you listen to the podcast, talk about. Um, we have been so excited about it. And it was just kind of a really... It was one of the very first things we did when we got to Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, that's one thing I would change, actually, is I would have kept our later night one mm-hmm. and got rid of the morning one if I could do it again. Just because we carried them around all we day. We didn't get pictures. And yeah, yeah, it's too bright during the day to really get yeah. good pictures with the lightsabers because you can't see the light. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wish we would have kept the evening one. Yeah. But that's also the day that we went back early and like swam. So right. you know, it was no big deal really to carry them around. Disney's really good about planning for that because, of course, they want you to be spending money on things like that. Mm-hmm. So they're really good about letting you check it while you're on rides. Right. We Which we only had to do once. Right, yeah. Most of the rides, they just fit on at our feet. Right. Um. Uh, but there was, when we rode a roller coaster, the rock and roller coaster, we had to have them checked because yeah. obviously they'd fall out and that'd be yeah. bad. Yeah, so it was very cool if you're thinking about doing it. Uh... Yeah, if you want, like, I would say, look, my brother has an Ultra Saber. I know there are other lightsaber, mm-hmm. you know, companies available that come to cons. Um, I would say that they're pretty comparable to some of the, to a similarly priced Ultra Saber, just looking at it. Um uh, one added benefit is that you can get the different kyber crystals to change the colors and the sounds. Yes. But you can get also get ultra sabers that have um, different colors. Ah. Uh, but it's a similar, like if you're wondering kind of feel-wise, or I actually think my brother's ultra saber to like, um, like swing it around, it feels a little bit sturdier. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, which I think is because of all the different pieces on the hilts mm-hmm. of the customizable lightsabers. So you pick, like, a general theme, mm-hmm. and I won't get into it too much, but you pick a general theme. So there's one that's, like, Sith. There's one that's, like, nature-based. There's one that's, like, Jedi. And then there's one that's, like, Old Republic, like, right. pre-movie uh, <clears throat> Jedi. And you pick that theme but then within that theme there are different pieces that you can string together to make your hilt so because it's not all one continuous piece like a lot of the ultra saber hilts i think that's why it feels a little like i can feel them kind of shifting in my hands and i know there's fixes for that that people have posted so it's a pretty minor thing like i'm still very happy with my lightsaber Mm -hmm. but it is something to consider if you're considering whether you want an ultra saber or the Galaxy's Edge, you know, Disney branded saber, that's something to consider. It's also easier to change the colors on the Ultra Sabers because 
most of them you can do with just the press of a button. Mm-hmm. Uh with the Galaxy's Edge sabers, you have to take pieces off and partially take it apart to change out the kyber crystal, um, which, you know, can be kind of, you know, you can't do it as quickly as you can on an Ultra Saber. So things to keep in mind. Uh, but they do have some weirder options that you wouldn't necessarily get with an Ultra Saber. So... Yeah. And there is the little experience that goes along with it. It's, you know, yeah. a neat little extra. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think it was worth it. Um, whether or not I'll actually use it. I did buy a belt clip for mine so that I could cosplay with the hilt if I wanted to. Because <laughs> uh, at that point, you know, you spent 200 bucks plus on the... It was 220 when we did it. The price had just gone up. <laughs> um, so... Uh, you know, again, similarly priced to like a mid to high range ultra saber. Um, so I, you know, spent the extra 15 bucks or whatever it was on the belt clip just in case. But, you know, whether or not I'll ever actually use it is a question. But but you definitely could if you like know you want to cosplay with it. Right. Um, and some of the the hilt options have just like a D-ring so you could pretty easily mine, make mine your does, own. yeah. I ended up buying all of the Kyber Crystals, <laughs> uh, even though I said I wasn't going to, just because I liked... I said I wasn't getting it white or yellow, and I ended up with white and yellow, so... You got them all. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Jesse, you also uh, built a droid. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad I did it. I'm so <laughs> glad. Well, someone mystery, if you know who it is, listeners, if oh, one of no. you was the... Someone sent me a mystery $100 gift card right before our trip. Right. Which is the same price as it is to build a droid, $100. So, um, I kind of was wishy-washy about it. And then someone, out of the kindness of their heart, I guess, just because I'm such an amazing, wonderful person... Mm-hmm. Um, sent me a $100 gift card. So then I decided, like, yeah, I'll probably do it now that I have mm-hmm. this um, windfall. Um, and I'm really glad we did because we made the... I made the last appointment of the day, so it was literally, like, 10 minutes before the park closed. Yeah. So we got to stay in the park after it closed, which means we got really good views and I, pictures. I was going to say, we went in to make her droid... And right, we were a little early, so we just kind of did a lap around Galaxy's Edge, around Batuu. Yeah. And uh, there weren't many people there then. Not a ton so of we, got a, we got some pictures in front of the Falcon and mm-hmm. in front of uh, Kylo's transport and um, just some cool pictures of it, you know, light out with not a lot of people around. Um, and then when we were done, she was like, ooh, as we were walking out the doors, and I, I said, like, what? And she said, so you're going to like how it uh-huh. looks out here. And, and we just walked out, and everything was lit up all pretty, and and the colors contrasting off and the landscape. No and park. Nobody was there. Really the cast members. So, so we took a lap again, and took more. I took more pictures. And you just, could hear all the ambient sounds that we mm-hmm. missed when the parks were a little more well, crowded. Some of, the, some of the ships, like the X-Wing. Yeah. Um, there was a couple different ships that, that were, were lighting up and making noises that we didn't Yeah, we stood during... right by them for pictures during the day. Right, was... but when you've got all the other ambient sounds, like people right. talking and uh, stuff like that, and, you know, in the full, hot Florida sun, we couldn't see all the lights right. lighting up and stuff. That so was it was beautiful. really cool to see it at night. So, again, if you, can't, if you are going to make an appointment to do one of those things, the... I would say if you can, and that's something you'd be interested in, taking pictures... 
try to make it. Again, another positive to that is that there are still COVID restrictions in place. And one of those is that they're not doing their... Um, Disney used to have a thing where you could ship any merchandise that you bought in the parks to your room, to your room at the hotel or to your hotel, to the gift shop mm-hmm. at your hotel, which was what we were originally planning with doing with our lightsaber. So we didn't have to carry Androids, them around all day. Because we talked about Right. Them. But they're not doing that right now because of COVID. So if you want to, that's another benefit of making an appointment late in the day is that you can enjoy the park without having to carry. Now, the droids do are interactive with certain elements in the park. Um, so if that's something you want to do, you'd obviously have to build mm-hmm. your droid. And they do put it in a pretty sturdy cardboard carrying mm-hmm. case that's included that has a little window for your droid to look out. Because as we were carrying mine out of the park, he was talking. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I'm really, it's very cute. It really does quite a lot of stuff. And they're very customizable, um, both when you're building it. And then I've actually already painted pieces mm-hmm. on mine because I didn't like the yeah. options I had. Yeah. So I painted part of it. And now I'm even thinking about painting more of it because um, I've watched a couple of videos. So um, you can have like your own little custom droid pal. They're very, like, again, I cannot impressed upon you how she's lost her damn mind about this yeah he's my little pal oh Uh, baby yeah so uh i think like and again just like having your own little droid that you built and you you know like picked out all the pieces Mm -hmm. and put them together Mm -hmm. and like watching it like watching them activate it was just a neat little thing yeah and like it is a toy but like i feel like it's a you know, and it is expensive. It's a hundred dollar toy, mm-hmm. but I feel like it was worth it. Like I feel like the droid was a better value than my lightsaber. I'm still very happy with my lightsaber again, because and especially since like again, you can buy an ultra saber for which is a similar quality for a similar price. But like I don't know that there are other droids out there that are as cool as yeah, the know. Droid Depot droids. I like yeah yeah so um. I thought it was really, really super neat. So, yeah. yeah. And again, I kind of used it as the excuse of, well, if I build a droid, like, it's something to talk on the podcast, but, like, I would have done it anyway. Right. Yeah. So, and it's a very simple process if you're worried about, like, oh, building it. Like, both of them are, like, children. Yeah, could, there was Children tricks. could yeah. easily do it. Like. I had to have a lot of help with my lightsaber. So. Yeah. I don't know what was going <laughs> my, on the, with your. The first kyber crystal was too big. Ah, uh, yeah. They said it was a big kyber crystal. <laughs> um, Jesse. What was the most exciting part of our Galaxy's Edge visits? Oh, getting boarding passes to Rise of Resistance. How I many times? We rode it twice, which is the maximum time that we could have rode it. You can only ride it once per day that yeah. you go to the park. Yep. So we went to the park two days. And we got to ride it twice. Um, as Jesse of right proved, now, as Woody Harrelson once right, again. Yeah, my Hunger Games skills from Dragon Con came in handy. I did yep. obsessive research ahead of time. Um, to get it. So what the way they're doing it right now, um, most of you that have been to an amusement park before are probably familiar with waiting in lines to get on rides. Well, Rise of the Resistance, which is the newest, biggest, uh, it's the longest, biggest attraction it's just the that best. they've built. Um, it's just the best. Uh, and there's no traditional line for it. So to be able to ride it, you have to get up before either before the park opens at 7 a.m. 
or inside the park at 1 p.m. Mm-hmm. after it opens. Which you have to log on to your Disney account and try to secure a boarding pass. Um, which the way that you do that is there's when you log into the account or get on the Disney World app, there is a thing that says like virtual Join. queue mm-hmm. and uh there are, like, again, I'm not going to go through all the tips and tricks because they aren't mine. I Googled them, but uh, if anybody wants them, email us or you can Google them. Using a world clock to figure out exactly to the second what when time it you turns need to, like, seven or one, that was very helpful. Mm-hmm. And not stopping to read anything. Right. That's Just, the reader. Click, Just click, click, click join, continue, continue, continue mm-hmm. until you have a boarding pass. That's what worked for us yeah. in a short version. And I know in the past, I don't remember how long ago, but um, you had to be in the park right. to you do know. that. And they, thank goodness, changed that. Right. Because you, I th- I'm i wondering if that wasn't an issue because so many people were on the internet at the same time. Clustered together. Yeah. I'm sure it probably was mm-hmm. slowing people down. Right. Yeah. And I even did a speed test the night before we tried to get our first one mm-hmm. to see where in our room around our room right the balcony was the fastest um i don't know if that actually helped but it took you know 30 seconds for me to do that so um you know and it is a very 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 cool ride especially if you are a star wars Mm -hmm. fan you really do feel like i felt more like i was in one of the star wars video games it was For some reason, than I did the movies, but I think that's just because the video games are more interactive anyway. Yeah. Um, but very, very, very cool. That was... uh, but again, if you don't get, like, we knew going in, like, it's not a guarantee that you get a spot in the virtual queue. So we knew that there was a chance we wouldn't get a ride at. So it's not, like, it's still, there's definitely more than enough stuff to do in oh, Galaxy's yeah. Edge. Even if you don't get on that one ride, but, like, if you are a Star Wars fan, you want to prioritize, like, get up at 6.30 or 6.50. Like, we literally set our alarms for, like, 6.50 and got up 10 minutes before the virtual queue opened and, and got then, it both And then, you know, days. we could have easily gone back to bed, you know, if we needed right. to, depending on what right. time slot you get, especially. Right, yeah. If you get a later time slot that's three, four hours mm-hmm. away, there's no reason you can't go back to bed and, right. you know, wait three or four hours. So um, We really didn't eat a lot of food. Galaxy's Edge food. Yeah, we, I mean, we ate kind of everything that was available. Yeah. Uh, blue milk or green milk? Ooh, green milk is yeah. surprisingly. Yeah, I think the green milk was yeah, better. We both like the green I'll be milk honest, better. I wouldn't say either of them was great. No, we didn't love it, but it, the green milk is supposed to be better with tequila. So if you are a, we tried them just straight, uh, but one of our waiters one night said that uh, the green milk's better with tequila. So, yeah. Uh, you know. Maybe that would help. It wasn't terrible, but um, they were both sweeter than I thought they were going to yeah. be. So, uh, yeah. And then we tried the Ronto wrap. Yeah, which is like a sausage pita situation. Mm-hmm. And it was really good. And we had some like alien snack mix, mm-hmm. which was like purple potatoes and like pita chips. Pork rinds and, and yeah, yeah pl- fried plantains and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. All very good. Um, we also rode Smuggler's Run, which is uh, the, the Millennium Falcon. Right, uh, really fun. Once yeah, again, I mean, just, again, some of us didn't understand the controls. Which, well, uh, yeah. but 
Um, it happens to the best of us. <laughs> but still a very fun ride. And yeah. it's neat that it's interactive. Right. And honestly, like, the <clears throat> line was so cool. Like, the details that Disney puts yeah. in, their lines to make you, like, distracted while you're, you know, going through them, not so bored. Yeah. And, uh, we never had that bad of waits, really, for any of it. But No. It, which, again, that's all due to, depending on what the COVID restrictions are when you go. Mm-hmm. Things could be completely different. Mm-hmm. Um than they are now. Right. Even changed, actually, when we were there, our last day, which we didn't go to the parks, we just went to Disney Springs, a little shopping and restaurant area. They announced, like, at 10 o'clock the night before. Right, that they were going to ease up their mask restrictions because the CDC announced an easing in that, which I'm sure you guys have all heard. So, you know, that's something it could change at literally a day's notice what the capacity is and how many reservations they do and what the mask situation is. So, you know, be aware of that, like with your comfort level with traveling Mm -hmm. right now, that it could change as of now. And as of when we were there, uh, they still require masks on any of the rides and transit transit, which is that that's a federal law. So they have to right and indoors and anywhere that's indoors. So like shopping, Mm -hmm. things like that. So, Again, things to look into uh, with your own... When we were there, they required masks everywhere unless you were eating or drinking. So, or taking a or quick taking photo. Or taking a quick photo, yeah. socially distanced photo. Right. So something to keep in mind that things are still constantly changing with COVID, but... Um, so something fun we did while we were at Galaxy's Edge, our very first day at the parks, our very first day at Galaxy's Edge, we went, uh, we decided to cosplay. Um, I think we kind of talked about it previously on the mm-hmm. podcast, but, uh, we were together over Jesse's birthday weekend and we or were... cosplay as much as we could. Uh, again, we mentioned this before, but you can't wear like a full on costume right. costume to the parks if you're an adult, which is perfectly reasonable. We've discussed right. all that before. Uh, yeah, but so we... Uh, had been joking around that weekend about um, just constantly quoting uh, Revenge of the Sith, uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan's lines, and um, we were just saying, like, laughing, saying, oh, we're going to do this at the park and, like, be, you know, I have the high ground and, like, just screwing around. And I said, oh, (laughs) we should cosplay as Anakin and Mm Obi-Wan. And then Jesse was like, well, I just bought Jedi robes. Uh And so then I went on and immediately also bought uh, Anakin's Jedi robes. So um, Sith robes at that point. Yeah. Um, So we wore those our first day. Um, Jessie was super comfy in hers. We both wore leggings. I wouldn't say and- I was super comfy. I was still hot, but it was bearable. I, I think, think anybody would have been hot that day. I think day. it helped that that was our first day, so I didn't realize how much cooler I would have been in short sleeves. <laughs> right. Because, like, I hadn't worn short sleeves yeah. yet. Um, the next day, I wore uh, short sleeves, like, just a regular top, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I was such an idiot for wearing those clothes yeah. on. So I didn't notice them at the time. Yeah. And I only lasted until midday with mine on because I was like, let's get some pictures. Like, we warmed to our lightsaber appointment and Rise of the Resistance. And then I was like, okay, let's get some pictures. I got to get this off. Um, and I had planned for that because I, I wasn't sure that I would want to keep them on all day. Um, but it was really fun. We got some 
cute pictures, mm-hmm. you know. It was just, uh, you know, we try to integrate cosplaying as much as we can into. Yeah, well, because, again, especially since it has been over a year yeah. since we've been to a con now, well over a year. And a lot of people, um, we've talked about this Disney in a previous... Yeah, yeah, Disney yeah, Bound, so we weren't the only so. people. And- yeah, we, but there wasn't as many as I expected, though. I will mm-hmm. say I expected to see more Disney Bounding or, like, everyday cosplaying mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it, but... There wasn't yeah. as much. Wonder if it has to do with people having to wear masks, uh, or if I it's think just it the, had heat. To do with the heat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. It was brutal. And we did go to. There's a Star Wars cantina mm-hmm. in Galaxy's Edge, so we did eat and drink there. There's not really much food per se on the menu. There's some snack mix, which we tried, but not there. We got it at oh, one yeah. of the restaurants, and then. A charcuterie board, which is not your average charcuterie board, so be aware of that. If you order it, it has like spam on it, spam, yeah, and churro. everything else was pretty good. Though. It was good. I it even didn't pork. hate the only the things spam. I didn't eat off of it were the um, spam and the pork rinds. And the pork rinds were kind of sweet, which was interesting. They were like cinnamon pork mm-hmm. rinds. They they were interesting. I tried them. I don't. My mom ate most of the pork rinds. Right. Oh, but. Yeah, so it was a. It was you just know, like a. We were we weren't depending on that as our right. Our it only, was good though, like yeah. I said, but it was like again, if you're expecting like fruits and cheeses, this and, isn't it. Right, there were peppers, like spicy peppers. Mm-hmm. It was meant to be, you know, like a you're week? on this alien. You know, you're in a galaxy far, far away. You're right. in this alien planet, so, um, but still foods that you know you're familiar with. Right. So, um. We got that. We tried a few cocktails, and Paige mentioned hers, the Outer Rim. Um, and some of them were, like, each one of them had, like, something to make it a little bit more alien. So they were based on, like, familiar cocktails, familiar spirits. But my mom ordered one that had, like, a little compartment for dry ice. The and it had some fish. of that shimmer dust in there. So it smoked. And, well, uh-huh. you know, it's not smoke. It's carbon dioxide vapor. But bubbled and... Uh, the vapor came off of it, and you uh-huh. could feel it vibrate in your yeah. hand even. Um, uh, I got one that had that buzz button in it and numbed your mouth. It's actually the Fuzzy Tauntaun. We've made it on the podcast as a cocktail before. I got to try the real version. Um, real version was better, but, you know, what are you going to do we when do you don't have can. access Once again, to... again, we do what we can. Right. Um, our version was still good. And yeah. I think the cocktail itself, our version was pretty close taste-wise. Mm-hmm. It was just theirs had that bud, buzz button foam that was a lot more intense numbing. Right. Uh, and, you know, tingling in your mouth. So, um, and again, that's something that you need reservations like a couple months in advance for. So if you are a fan, and they had some non-alcoholic cool drinks mm-hmm. as well. So if you've got small children or any children, I guess, or you just don't drink, alcohol. or you just don't drink alcohol, you would have options going yeah. there. So like there was the, another, there was a non-alcoholic option that had boba and dry ice in it, mm-hmm. so it fizzed just like the Bestman fizz. Um, yeah, so that was yeah, it. Was really cool, very cool environment. Yeah, everything that if you're a Star Wars fan, like you're gonna lose your shit in Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. would be my yeah. The cast members all do an amazing job being in the. Uh, yeah, I actually thought for me, being someone who's awkward and also admittedly a little bit cynical, mm-hmm. I think they all do a good job of keeping it immersive for like little kids and like people who are really into that. But also being kind of tongue in cheek and being aware that like most adults know that they're at a Disney park in Florida and right. not being like, ooh, like, and the same thing like building the droid, building, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. the lightsaber, like, you know, knowing that I am a woman in her 30s who recognizes that, like, it's not a real lightsaber. It's not, you know, like, but also making sure the little kids feel mm-hmm. like, you know, it is real. Right. So, um, I, you know, like I said, could not speak more highly of what a good job they did. Yeah. Um, that was amazing. Board. Yep. Yeah. Um, so the other Disney bound, it started out as a cosplay challenge. We brought, we did Rockabilly Disney princesses, as I mentioned. We and didn't actually end up wearing them to parks because right. it was too hot. Right. But we knew that was an option and we didn't mind. Right, right. So, um, so we took pictures back home once uh-huh. we got back and that's what we're going to tell you about. Again, we drew, it's one of the ones we drew out of the hat. We mentioned that before on mm-hmm. some of our previous cosplay challenges, um, Rockabilly Disney Princess is actually what gave us the idea to draw out of the hat. Um, yeah. So it just kind of worked out that way. Right, that, that we I got, yeah. ended up getting that exact same one. Um, so, uh, I just kind of looked online for like, what do I have that'll work? Um, cause I have a lot of retro clothing. I went through a phase in college where I wore a lot of retro, like pinup. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess rockabilly adjacent clothing. I had really no set idea who I was going to do. I found some ankle pants with a rose on them. So that made me think, oh, I'll do Belle. And then I looked around for a shirt for a really long time. And I ended up finding on the clearance section uh, one that like had like an off the sh- gold off the shoulder kind of swoopy things like Belle. And uh, I was like, well, that'll work perfectly with these ankle pants that uh, have the rose. That'll be great. Bought a bandana and a mask to match since, of course, I thought I didn't end up having to wear the mask since we right. did at home. But, of course, I thought I would have to. Already had red cat eye sunglasses. So I was like, that works perfectly. Um, actually already had a bandana. Um, and then... When the stuff came, I hated the pants. I think it was a lot because I don't wear pants very right. often. Um, so I took the rose off of them and tacked it, hand just hand-stitched it onto a skirt, mm-hmm. pencil skirt that I already owned, and I thought it looked a hundred million times better. Yeah. Um, that's really the only work I did was taking the rose off of the pants. It was a patch, so I just and it was sewn on, so I just took a seam ripper and that was really the longest part was taking a seam ripper to the rows on the original pants. And then it took me, you know, like maybe half an hour to hand stitch it on too. Yeah, no, overall I'm really happy with the way it came out. Yeah. Uh, uh, so when I started looking, when we decided on that, I really thought I was going to do um, Rapunzel uh, from Tangled. Uh, just because they have a really cool area at Magic Kingdom that I wanted to take pictures in, and I just it's a I love room. Well, really cool area. It's right. Eight million dollar bathroom. Course, right. Um, and but uh, I quickly changed my mind because I knew that I wouldn't. I would want to wear a wig. Um, if I did that one and I knew, you know, we talked right. about it and, and we're like, you're having trouble finding two pieces that you liked that went together. Right. Right. Cause I really started out looking at pedal, pedal pushers and pants more than a dress. Cause that's what I'm comfortable in. So, um, and that was hard to do. And then when I decided like, I don't think I could do this without a blonde wig, like to, for me. Um, and then I was like, well, that will be miserable. So, 
decided to go with my hair, use my hair, um, and go with my sec second option, which was Merida from Brave. Um, and I looked at pants for that for a while and couldn't find anything. So I ended up going with just a swing dress, basically. Um, so I started with that. And like I said, I knew I was going to use my hair. Um, I, I've done victory rolls on Jesse before, so I knew, I knew I could do that. And, um, so I wasn't worried about my, my hairstyling or the color or anything. Um, and my husband printed me her medallion. Um, which I think you can get on Amazon and yeah, I'm eBay. Sure. Anything, and like, again, anything. You can make it with foam. Yeah. Right. There's other um, options. But, so. but, so that's what he did. He did that and I painted it. And then I actually ordered um, a print of her tartan off of Spoonflower um, to make her little belt situation. And, and I, again, you could use really any tartan because yeah. nobody, like, it it would be the most brave super fan that could right, be, right. you know so like I used that same fabric also for a kind of headscarf situation and then um, mask because um, like Jesse said we anticipated right. wearing these to the park and having to wear masks um, I picked up a one dollar belt um, at Walmart that was the color I wanted and I actually found dollar two dollar shoes. Um, just brown flats that match to um, thinking we were going to be at the parks. I didn't want to wear pumps or right. uh, wedges or anything along those lines. Know. And so um, we went with more co comfort. But, you know, I didn't think it looked bad when I... No. And, like, that's what most people do mm -hmm. when they... Disney bound. Disney bound. You right. know, again, if you want to... It's, it's just like anything. It's just like at con, the same reason that we normally pick more practical shoes for con because we walk around a lot and right. we want to be able to enjoy it. If you know that you're perfectly fine just parking in one spot and having your picture and taken... And would rather then, be accurate? Yeah, then that's something you could do. But again, it'd be very difficult to do at Disney. Um, so the only work I did to mine, I actually ended up undoing. Um, my dress came uh, the week we left and was a tiny bit big. And... Um, Aunt Merida wears a white shift under hers that you can see um, in a seam on her arm and, you know, around the neckline and uh, her sleeves. And so I decided I was going to make a uh, trim to go under or to uh, line the um, neckline and the sleeves to kind of mimic that and break it up a little bit. And so I did that, which was super simple. Um, put put it in I don't even think I sewed it I just pinned it on yeah and I sent it to my trusted associates and said hey what do you think about this and um I had kind of already decided it took away a little bit from the rockabilly uh, a little bit too much um it didn't look bad but it just it took away that that flair of the well, rockabilly whenever you sent it to me and asked me what I thought I was like I think it makes it look more Merida but less rockabilly, yeah. so it's what you're going right. for. And I felt like, uh, you know, without that stuff, it got it came across enough as Merida. And that's Disney banding. It's not, you know, exact cosplay anyway. So, um, so I ended up taking that all off and not actually sewing that on. Um, but, yeah, so that's what I did to mine. Um, I think, like, I could have probably worn mine, um, but we, you know. And that's how I was, right. like, but, I, you know, why risk it whenever. Yeah. yeah. You know, if once again, if we lived close, 
and could yeah. go constantly and not have to worry about like, ah, uh, we spent our last day, you know, there this year, right? you know, hot and miserable, miserable and mm-hmm. our feet hurt. Like we definitely would have, like right. that's something we'd probably do a lot, but uh, obviously this was a trip that we've been looking forward to and we so, uh, we had a lot of fun uh, putting together our Disney bands, even though we didn't wear them to the park. Um, and I think that was part of it, too, is we knew we could just wear it for a cosplay right. trip. Like, if I was, like, you know, if we didn't have the podcast to wear them and we had invested. Right. Even though it wasn't that much money or that much time, yeah. at least for me, um, you know, if I was like, well, I got this for no reason, I might have been more inclined to try to wear it. But mm-hmm. like I said, I just knew there was no... Real reason to right, um yeah. So that is our Disney roundup and our uh, Disney bound uh, cosplay challenge. Yeah, if- I think that's all. Like I said, if uh, Galaxy's Edge, we did pretty much all of it. I think it's pretty much all worth it if you're a Star Wars fan and you're considering it. Like, uh, you know, you're you're probably gonna like it. We yep. really liked it. Build really a droid, good. build a lightsaber. You, I don't think you'll regret it. Yeah. Also, if you're a cocktail enthusiast, go drink around the world at Epcot. Super fun, too. Yeah, we did that as well. And we ate around the world. It was flower and garden. Yeah, we didn't. We ate too much yeah. around the world. but Ate too much around yeah, the world. Yeah, like, again, it... It was it was a nice like because we don't have cons like I'm not that not that it wouldn't have been a nice trip anyway but, right no it was boss. Uh, it was fun to get to even everyday cosplay there were so many things that reminded us of con while we were there mm-hmm. like now because of social distancing a lot of the lines are like just out in the street basically mm-hmm. so there were so many times that we remember dragon con like people come up and be like what are you in line, line for what's this line for what are you in line for what are you guys waiting for and so just like remembering things mm-hmm. like that that happened at con like and complimenting other people's cute you know mm-hmm. seeing seeing somebody outfits. coming up and asking me who like who i was cos- if i was cosplaying this person which right. i wasn't but they're like oh well but it still right like- yeah like a similar which yeah. has happened to us both at con right. so it was just like a nice little taste of that fandom culture yeah in real life that we haven't gotten mm-hmm in well over a year and a half so we're being deprived um yeah that was i know we focus mostly on galaxy's edge but that's really what we thought you guys would be most interested in since it was you know Mm -hmm. the most fandom adjacent absolutely besides you know haunted mansions obviously the bomb living with the land i was gonna say we did all the nostalgic things too yeah like you know great rides about agriculture buffalo feasts no 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 no. um yeah so if you want to follow along with us you can do that we are on social media on facebook and instagram at cosplay and cocktails pod we're also over on the twitter at cosplay pod tell us where we should go next what should we check out what should our next adventure be yeah Uh, if there are any cons that you know of that are actually going to happen we're looking for them we're trying to do as many as possible because we are itching to go uh gives us content f- to talk about on here and, and also just con. we want to yeah <laughs> like also just we really also want con. to um you can send that and so much more to our uh social media or over to jesse on the email um yeah uh you can send uh weird fish pics interesting plants and mushrooms uh corrections if we screwed something up mm-hmm. uh nerd news Cocktail recipes, mocktail recipes, answers to the I ask you a question, questions for I ask you a question, um, 
Um, cosplay challenges. Yeah, cosplay, uh, cosplay, challenges cosplay pictures of yours. Yeah, if you've done any of our challenges. Yeah, even Like I said, it. even if it wasn't specifically for the challenge. If you yeah. just have one that fits with it, you're listening to the podcast afresh, and you're like... Hey, they did Punk Rock Marvel, and oh, I did Punk Rock yeah. Marvel. Send us the picture. We want to see it. We want to see it. It's super cool. Where can they send that to? Uh, CosplayCocktailsPod at gmail.com. That's uh, gmail.com. Um, okay, are we done? Yes, you can pet my dog. Ah, okay, bye! Oh, weird. Bye!